You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody. Sit down somewhere. This is Locked On Texans Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your daily talk for the Houston Texans. And I am your man's John, some sports guy Hickman on the left side, but to the right of me always, my man. That is some terrible grammar. My man's. My man. You cannot put an S on man's. My man's. It's men. No. Say it correctly. I'm not saying We my have man's. a podcast. We have to speak correctly. Listen. I know half the time we probably don't, especially when we start arguing amongst so one another. So we're starting now. But you say mans. That is so annoying to our listeners. You don't know that. Yes, I do. They haven't said anything about it. Okay, I, wait till the next review. Well, I don't want to fight with you, but I'm not one of the only uh, people in red, white, and blue, because I actually do have on red, white, and blue, that um, had a little altercation in the preseason practices with... Um, who are we with right now? Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Having those joint practices with Green Bay. Uh, a lot has happened within the last 24 to 48 hours. We're definitely going to talk about what I just hinted at, Lonnie Johnson Jr., uh, later on in today's show. Uh, but we're going to be without a huge, or at least what we thought was going to be a huge asset to our team. Who am I talking about? Well, that is also going to get revealed later on today for the show. I definitely can't wait to talk on both of those topics. Cody, what do we have for the week? We are actually going to be a guest on the Freezer Podcast. And what team is that, John? The Packers. I'm going to talk some Packers uh, with the Freezer Podcast. They reached out to us. And I can't wait, Cody. Don't go in there embarrassing me. No, you don't, don't go in there embarrassing me talking about some mans. What's going on, mans? Whatever. Speaking of embarrassment, this entire summer, you were... This guy could be the RB1. I believe in, I believe the children are our future. You, yes, that's how I, you felt about I Foreman. Dante Foreman was the future. And I'm sure you guys already know if you're keeping up with your team. Uh, today's Monday. This will drop on Tuesday. But I know you guys already know the Texans actually released, put him on waivers rather, mm-hmm. Dante Foreman. And he was picked up by none other than the, the Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Colts. So that is going to be interesting. And I believe with the Marlon Mack situation, Foreman can definitely come in and have the same conversation we had about him and Lamar Miller this entire time. Who can be number one and number two, how they both can work effectively. Um, Bill O'Brien came out and basically confirmed that RB1 would be Miller. And when he was asked about the backup position, he said it's completely wide open. Um <clears throat> But now that we know he's off the team, that was your guy, Cody. What do you think of the options moving forward? Training camp is here. Now you know you have to deal with the players that you – not deal with, but work with the guys you have on the roster. But that wasn't a priority in the offseason at all because you thought what you thought. Now look where you are. Um, it put them in a – it put the Texans in a tricky situation because, one, you know you need to go into the season with a backup running back. 
there's there's several options that they can do. They can stick with the guys that they have now, or what they can do and go out and explore the market. And what I mean by that is, you mentioned this before. You could go out and trade for a guy like Duke Johnson, who is still, from our knowledge, he still, still he still, still, he still wants still out wants of Cleveland, out. and not, and that will put you in a pretty much of a dual running back system. Or what you can go out and do, and I wrote about this. Um, I believe it was Saturday. For the Texans wire. For the Texans wire. The Texans can go out and do a trade for Melvin Gordon. I will only say, and I know you guys probably, oh my God, why would he say Melvin Gordon? I mean, it it, it makes financial sense, and it makes sense for the long-term future of this team. Because you look at a guy like Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller is, he's been a very reliable reliable running back. He, I, he, how many times he made the Pro Bowl? Two times, I believe. Two time Pro Bowler, and like, like he's good. But John, you know, I'm, I'm one of these guys where I always say, "Yeah, you're good, but there's always somebody better." Right. You're good, but I feel like the Texans could improve in that position. If the if Houston were able to go out and, and bring in Gordon, I feel like they would be more willing to. Pay Gordon close to the amount of money he wants. And not only that, a lot of people don't realize Lamar Miller is in the last year of his contract, which means going into next season, if they do not resign this guy, we're going to have a big hole to fill at the running back position. Right. And not only that, yes. it's it's going to be a tough situation when you're looking at whoever the general manager is at the time. Do you want to give a guy a three, four-year contract worth X amount of dollars for a guy who at the start of next season is going to be 29 years old. And we all know the cutoff age for a running back is 30. 30, 30. So once again, it's you're in a tough situation. That was another reason why I was big on Dante Foreman because I'm looking at the future. I'm like, okay, this season is set. But if you look at the future of this team, who's going to be in that backfield moving forward? You bring in a guy like Melvin Gordon, I honestly do believe that the Texans will have the best dual running back option heading into heading into this season if we were to bring in Melvin Gordon. Not only that, I believe like it'll be a situation like my New Orleans Saints did, where you had Mark Ingram, you had Elvin Kamara at the end of the year. Mark Ingram, yes, you know, we, we love what you did. Thank you for everything, but you're getting up there in age, and I feel like we're gonna move on with the younger, more productive running back. I I, I feel like honestly that's the best way to go, if you don't want to go that right, and I completely understand, you can go and bring in a guy like Duke Johnson, who would be hell of a lot cheaper than you a lot know, cheaper. I'm looking at his numbers than Gordon, right now, and you will be able to resign Lamar Miller to a decent contract next season if we go that route, and then for at least the next two years, you can have a dual option of Johnson and Miller. Yeah, I, I definitely could see that, but the problem with me that whole aspect before we move along is just what are we going to give up. And if the Chargers know that, well, one, we don't have, we don't a, have GM, a GM, so we can definitely play hardball here, mm-hmm. then uh, they may ask for too much. And I don't think this team is in a position to lose assets, even for the future picks. You know, you definitely can use that to improve. Now, I'm looking now, at the Now, the Texans do own, like, all their picks. Well, they, so they go I mean, for, like, to give up one or two picks. But what I'm saying is in, in the NBA is, I mean, in the NFL is very different. You can hold on to those picks because those picks you can hit on a Richard Sherman or uh, or a, a, a Russell Westbrook, I mean, Russell Wilson, in a sense, in the fourth round. Those picks mean a lot. I'm looking at Duke Johnson's contract. This year, he's at 1.8. 
Next year, 3.6. The following year, in the 2021 year, 4.65. Money-wise, like it's, it's the most Like perfect. I said, it's a hell of a lot affordable. And like I said, you will have a pretty solid dual running back option if you were to bring in Lamar Miller Especially next year. Especially if you're trying to operate and include the backfield in the passing game because we know what Duke Johnson can do mm-hmm. uh, out the backfield. The Texans are in a very bad position. Um, because simply, this is another offseason hit. You know, if you knew something like this now, then you knew the the reports came out. He was lazy. They yeah, they like said he was ethic. lazy. They didn't like his work ethic. He complained um, about being on special teams. Just mm-hmm. uh, the whole nine would um, form it, and he had a lot of expectations and hope going into the training camp preseason. Just last week, we talked about how much praise he was getting. Yes. Now, I do remember that I was at one of the practices last week, and he had trouble struggling with pass blocking. So those are one of the things that maybe they looked at and evaluated that it's like you, you're careless about. But nonetheless, you knew this a while. Mm-hmm. you know. And of course, you're putting things out there because maybe he is trending upward in what he can do, but he's not trending upward in what you want him to do and improve on. And I just don't believe this was a last-minute decision at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those decisions where... another hit to your offseason where you look Mm-hmm. Foolish, and and like you say, it's not like I mean it was it was shocking to us because I mean we didn't see it coming. I mean I know you was there last week and you say you saw what you saw, but I mean was it like alarming? Like oh my god, he might not be here the next forty eight. No, it wasn't because of how much we've talked about us, the team, the organization, the people who are on the team. Mm-hmm. This is Foreman's the whole nine, and this is another hit to our offies off season because. <laughs> The, some of the holes that we should have been feeling like offensive line. And by the way, if you have the time, go to Locked On Texas and look at the last video we posted with rookie Rashawn Garrett, I mean Gary, going up against Matt Khalil. And you will see why I've been pissed about our offensive line issues. No, but at the same time, go to the same thing and look for Titus Howard. Titus Howard. Did you see Titus Howard? I also saw a, a possibility of a false start. Oh but my God! You I'm going not one there? of those guys. I definitely seen how he threw a linebacker down. I saw it, <laughs> and that is a, a bright spot. But I also saw a rookie uh, lineman bull rush Macalil, which is one of our prime offseason signings. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, well. We're going to see a lot of Foreman in the next couple of years, you know, especially this season. We're going to see him week four. I'm pretty sure he's going to come in playing with a chip on his shoulder. Um, another another possibility. Um, there's a guy in Dallas who's still holding out. Don't we still don't know if he he's going to our report. So they might open the trade market on him. I, I don't we know. Not, we don't have nothing for him. You never know. Seeing that. I mean. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm you, you, that. you always say, you know, he's the best running back in the league, and I, I'm just. You ask me for options, I'm just throwing options out there. I'm not going to say no names. You, the listeners, everybody know who that guy is in Dallas. Hey, I'm just saying, you know. Speaking of options, well, one option had to go to the locker room at the cornerback position. Who are we talking about? This guy has had some issues off and on. Not off the field issues, but just in camp issues. Moving along, when we talk about who is that. Player, welcome back from your bathroom break. I don't know what you do, you did in that time frame. This is Locked On Texans Podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network. Your daily Texans talk with the Bulls on parade with a party twist. 
Um, training camp, practices, joint practices. It's getting crazy. I mean, it's always getting crazy. Yeah, it you always remember, gets crazy, man. This is like, the fun part about football. You remember it was like three years straight, the Saints and the Texans had a joint practice, and it always ended with one big brawl? Yeah, this is football. It's it's the time of year when you're tired of hitting on your teammate. You want to see what your opponent got, and that's exactly what happened today with Lonnie Johnson Jr. in practice. I mean, he, he got things heated up. I'm um, worried about this kid. Yeah, let me tell you what got, let me tell you guys what happened at this training camp news. Lonnie Johnson Jr., the cornerback that we picked in the second round, which uh I'm not going to harp on who I thought should have been selected. Lonnie Johnson Jr. got kicked out of practice for his hit on rookie tight end Jake Steinberger. Uh when that happened, Bill O'Brien pulled him, sent him to the showers. And it didn't leave a good impression at all. That's your fellow rookie classmate. But outside of that, you know, you guys went up to Wisconsin. They didn't come down here to Houston. You went to Wisconsin. They opened up the facilities to you guys to come have this joint practice. And you know that nobody wants to have this bad taste in your mouth, all things considered, moving forward, including the offseason that has happened with this Houston Texan team. Within 24 to 48 hours prior to your incident, you guys let go an early draft round pick from two two years ago, Deontay Foreman. You, there's a lot of drama and issues with this organization right now that is split between off the field, on field, whatever you want to say. But this is a terrible look. And then moving forward, the Packers players were furious because – they stood on their word that they would not take it there with these guys. You know, when, you, when your mama come over and say, you, you better play nice with company and share. That's what they promised to do. I was going to play nice with company, share my game, make sure everybody had a good time. But this rookie who hasn't earned his stripes in this league yet has been having issues in training camp. Had issues in, in, in the rookie In the rookie camp. camp. So Remember, they had bad reviews coming out then. It's it's not it's not a good look. I'm worried about this guy, and then to make matters worse, after the hit, he stood over and flexed. And flexed. That is where it got really bad. Jimmy Graham went on to call it kind of ridiculous. Um, Billy Turner said Coach Lafleur was clear with us, and after Coach said said that, uh, I thought there was no place for that. You know, and Johnson responded, Lonnie Johnson Jr. responded on Twitter by saying, not trying to hurt nobody, just trying to be great. In that situation, I probably would have never tweeted anything at all. But that quote, that tweet to me sounds very, uh, it is what it is. Guys, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm real. I'm I'm starting to worry about this kid. I mean, we haven't heard of any kind of good reviews yet. I think it was probably like once or twice. I mean, hey, hopefully that same aggression he showed, he could show it in preseason. Now, this is where to me, I'm glad you brought up preseason. Going up until these preseason games, we're going to discuss, ladies and gentlemen, guys, girls, whatever you want to say, while you're in your car on the way to work, wherever you are. Preseason is going to happen. And what I, what we need to discuss, I'm sure you guys at home thinking, what are you thinking about this first preseason game, so on and so forth. And I want to discuss three things that we are looking for in preseason mm-hmm. each day leading up to, into each game. And I'm glad we mentioned 
Deontay Foreman, and we mentioned Lonnie Johnson Jr., and we also mentioned the offensive line play briefly. There are a lot of things I'm looking for, Cody, and I'm sure you as well. After everything that has transpired within the last two days, one thing I am looking for are placement and role fillers on this roster. Who is going to be the replacement and fill that void at the backup running back position? Because now, you know, we have a few on our roster, a couple of vets, a couple of undrafted free agencies. The free agents, I'm sorry. Who is going to be that player? Uh, Bill O'Brien did mention that the competition for the backup job is all going between Josh Ferguson, Karan Higdon, Damari Crockett, and Taiwan Jones, who has been known to be a special teamer. So, Cool. And, and I agree with you, man. But to me, the first thing I'm looking forward to seeing is the offensive line. I'm not mad at that. And that's only because that's the weaker position. You see how the way they at least tried to retool that that offensive line this offseason. So doesn't look like that's working. You don't know. I mean, Titus Howell looks like he's working. We'll see more. And I'm glad yeah, we're no, having like, this discussion. Like you said, we will see more. But I mean... I'm pretty sure listeners out there as well, that's the first thing we all going to look at. That especially the first 15 minutes of of the game. Right. Every even, time, but even that, every time the What Texas you're saying and what I'm saying is going to go, everything with the roles and replacements is going to tie in because we don't know where Howard's going to play on that line. We oh, don't yeah, know, the, is he going to be inside? Is he going to be out? We saw him out today. We've heard good things about him on the end. So, mm-hmm. That's a whole different what role is he going to feel? What role is um, Cahill Warren going to feel? So, as an overall team and throughout the week leading up to the game, I get a little bit more specific about what I'm looking for. But just game one of preseason, I want to see of who I can because we know Deshaun probably won't play. play. Hopkins probably won't play. Fuller may get a, a series, maybe. Just oh, to he get, needs to. You he know, Kiki with his injury. So Both of those just, guys need to. We're going to get into them probably tomorrow. Overall, I'm definitely excited and interested to see how every position, which outside of the first couple that it will be filled by our JJs, Sean, Newt, all of those guys, who's going to fill what position? And I'm also excited to see Javier. And if we can cut down on hard-headed mistakes. Speaking of hard-headed let me tell you guys about Blue Chew. That's blue like the color. Chew like what you do with gum, which is very ironic because it is the first chewable with the FDA ingredients of Cialis and Viagra. You guys, listen, it's not a shame. Don't be ashamed. Whenever you need that extra boost, that confidence in bed, when you're with a woman, when you're, when you're with your partner, your mate, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. Don't be ashamed to look at Blue Chew. And right now, you can get Blue Chew for free. All you have to do is pay $5 shipping with the promo code code. Again, that is free. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code code and just pay $5 shipping. Again, that is BlueChew.com. Blue like the color, chew like the gum. Don't be ashamed to go get that boost. Everybody's been there. So be like the Texans and get hard-headed and practice before things heat up. Preseason's here, everybody. Cody, you excited? Yeah, man. I'm real excited. Preseason, preseason, preseason. We're definitely going to talk about preseason. Like I said, what are we looking for? And ongoing information with training camp and how everything is shaping up. 
for this upcoming season with no GM. So, as always, some sports guy is out. My man on the right of me, as always, Cody Davis. And advice: Don't get kicked out of your job. That's what I was about to say. Don't 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 get kicked out of your job because um, he's gonna come back the next day. You might not. Yeah. And I'm also looking to see is there going to be a fight Thursday because of how you flexed over your fellow uh, rookie tight end. It's not like the Houston and New Orleans. Maybe you know, not. New Orleans did give Texans and hands. Oh, know. my gosh. And this is Locked on Texas you podcast. You don't Your daily hands podcast that we gave you guys? about the Houston Texans. Three years straight? Texas Talk on the podcast network. All the time? Peace. You are Locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.